on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Here's the 1-1 to Wong, and it's a ground ball to second. Cronenworth has it, and the game is over as he tosses to Hosmer to take care of Wong. And the Brewers come up short here tonight. What was a great game. Now broadcasting live from American Family Field with Jerry Augustine. Here's Matt Foley. Well, the good news is it was a pretty solid performance from Eric Lauer getting called up from AAA to make the start. Six innings, one run, four hits, six strikeouts, one walk. He hits his first career home run. He does it against his former team. That's the good, the not-so-good. The Brewers lose the game. The Brewers don't do much from an offensive standpoint as they only score the one run on the Lauer home run. They go one for ten with runners in scoring position, and the one hit that they get doesn't produce a run. That's the not-so-good part of the night tonight. Brewers lose in extra innings, a 10-inning loss, 2-1 the final score. Welcome into Brewers Extra Innings. We are live at American Family Field. If you want to join us, 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. You can also tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. We'll go back through the game with the highlights. We'll hear from uh, manager Craig Council coming up in uh, just a little bit as well. And, of course, we'll hear from you. I'm already hearing from folks, and this is a frustrating loss. There are certainly opportunities, lots of opportunities. This is one of those games that gets over, and you really feel like, this is probably one that the Brewers should have found a way to win. They don't, and uh, they have lost two of the first three against the Padres. They'll look for a series split if they can get the win coming up tomorrow afternoon. Jerry Augustine, former Brewers pitcher, he joins me next as we continue on in just a moment. Live at American Family Field, this is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Gets into one to deep left center field. Back on it is Pham at the track. And it is gone for Eric Lauer. We're tied at one. First career home run for Eric Lauer. And the Brewers pitchers playing home run derby in 2021. Yeah, that was a fun moment, unfortunately, for Eric Lauer and the Brewers. It does not turn into a victory as the Brewers fall to San Diego by a 2-1 score as they have lost two of the three here in the four-game series. They'll wrap up the four-game set tomorrow afternoon. Welcome back into Brewers Extra Innings live at American Family Field. Want to join us? You can do so by calling or texting into the AccuNet Mortgage Talk at text line 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. Or you can tweet at me at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T. P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Tough loss for the Brewers. Felt like they had opportunities. They just could not come through for whatever reason. But a good pitching performance. And we'll bring in former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine. And let's start with that, Augie. We'll start with the good. We got some bad to get to. Uh, We'll start with the good. And that was one heck of a performance today, uh, both from a pitching standpoint and from a hitting standpoint from Eric Lauer. It sure was. Uh, hitting your first career home run is always pretty special, and he, he put a good swing on it. One old fastball inside part of plate and drove the ball to the ballpark. Uh, congratulations to Eric for that, for his first uh, major league home run. But I thought he threw the ball really well. Uh, you know, the one thing we talked about, Eric Lauer, the struggles that he had last year, just couldn't get back, just couldn't get in a groove and find himself as a pitcher. But this year has been just so much different. He's been throwing the ball very well. And I thought today really it was his 
cutter that made him, his slider or cutter, whatever you want to call him, that really made him today. He was able to command that pitch on both sides of the plate, mainly throwing it away on right-handers and getting them to see the pitches on the outside. It made his fastball just that much better. So he was just really good today. It started out the game with, uh, started out the game, uh, with, with Fram and, and Mateo and, and went three balls on him and got himself in a little bit of trouble, gave up the run in the first inning. But overall, the way he threw the baseball tonight was very good and a very positive sign for Eric Lauer. He might force the Brewers into a tough decision depending on what happens tomorrow with Adrian Hauser. And I've been I've been fine with the overall body of work from Hauser this year, but his last two starts have not been good. And if Hauser has a third straight not-so-good start tomorrow, you, you have to wonder what the organization is thinking at that point in time if they do go back to that five-man rotation and one of those guys has to be the odd man out. It's going to be interesting, you know. Um, Adrian's been throwing the ball good. He's had some really good outings, but it's just the consistency that he needs to go out on each and uh, each and every time he goes out and, and has a start. And his last couple starts, it just he seems like he's been a little bit tentative, as gets himself in trouble. And and tomorrow's going to be a good test for him. And this is a good hitting ball club, and and he's going to go have to go out there and, and pitch a good ball game. But uh, you have to congratulate Eric Lauer the way he pitched the ball tonight. I thought he was very very good. You, you talk about a guy who is he goes later on goes into the ball game and as the ball game gets long gets stronger and he did exactly that commanding strikes on getting heavy hitters using all his pitches and I really thought that today that cut fastball that you could throw from a from a left hand pitcher to a right hand hitter just to give him that look on the outside part of the plate made his fastball just that much better so uh, a great great outing for Eric Lauer. The bullpen looked really good tonight as well with Brad Boxberger, Devin Williams, Josh Hader. Brent Suter didn't do a bad job. He gives up the run there uh, in the 10th inning. But overall, you got the runner on at second. That's always a, a tough spot to be in. But I think people who listen to me a lot know that one of the things I repeat over and over and over is the basic idea that in Major League Baseball, generally speaking, 95% of the time, maybe more than that, every team in baseball is going to win 60, every team in baseball is going to lose 60, and then that's it's the other 40 or so games that end up uh, making your season, and you need to win as many of those 40 as possible to be to try to be a postseason team, to try to be a division champion. And I look at the group that the Brewers used today. They used their winning group today. When you talk about the bullpen pitchers that they used, they used Brad Boxberger, they used Devin Williams, they used Josh Hader, they used Brent Suter, especially those first three, uh, especially Williams and Hader, but Boxberger and Suter to a certain extent as well. That's kind of the winning group. Those are the guys that pitch in games that more often than not you're going to win. So it feels like when, when you look back at games that you could have won, games that you should have won, games that are in that that group of 40 games that are kind of on the table that make or break your season, it feels like this is one of them. This was a game that the Brewers absolutely could have won today and they didn't. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, they get the opportunity, uh, a close ball game, you get a couple guys. I, I thought the Brewers had some really good at-bats and hit the ball hard tonight, just was right at at, at guys. And I, I'll tell you what, uh, you talk about the San Diego Padres, and people say if there's one thing that they need to work on or they need to improve on is their defense. Well, tonight they played excellent <laughs> defense. Corningworth's yeah. play in the 10th inning was off a, off a uh, off that line drive hit by Bradley was and getting 
here out at home was just a fantastic play. And how about Profar uh, in that diving catch in the ninth and the ball off a of Shaw? So, you, you know, you talk about the teams that go out, you pitch, you play against the San Diego Padres, you're going to see some great pitching. I think the Brewers matched them. It's just that tonight it was defense, and defense on the, on the Padres side really played big. 2-1, the final score. Brewers lose to the Padres. We will uh, discuss how the Brewers did at the plate. Craig Council will tell you that the Brewers performed better at the plate than the box score will tell you. Is he right or is he wrong? We'll discuss that next here on WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Lauer deals again, struck him out, swinging. Came back with a slider, and Tatis is a strikeout victim. That's number five. I'll run that by again. Number six in the strikeout department. Brewers fall to uh, the Padres by a 2-1 score. We welcome you back in to Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley at American Family Field. Former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine joining us as well. If you want to be part of the program, you can uh, do so by calling, texting, and to the Acunet Mortgage Talk at text line 855-616-1620, 855-616-1620. You can also tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air. I'll tell you what, we're getting a ton of text messages, and a lot of them are kind of hitting on the exact same subject. So we're not so much going to read the text messages today, but we will address some of the things that are being brought up inside of the text messages. So uh, we see it, even if we're not reading it. And Augie, one of the things a lot of people uh, are asking questions about is what happened there uh, in the 10th inning with the run being out at home. And a lot of people uh, are, are blaming uh, the runner in that situation. I I haven't seen, I don't know if Craig Council addressed this in his post-game media conference, and we'll hear that coming up in just a little while. To me, that looked like a contact play was on. So that means he's off on contact. That's a decision that is being made uh, out of the dugout. And that sometimes you run the contact play if there's a, there's a risk a gamble that goes along with that but at the same time for me like seeing people complain about it quite honestly it's the same people that complain that the team doesn't bunt enough and the team doesn't steal bases enough and the team doesn't do enough hit and runs and it's all kind of under the same umbrella if you're going to run the contact play if you're going to hit and run if you're going to do these small ball kind of things sometimes they work and sometimes they don't work and the contact play today doesn't work well, it didn't today, and you do go on contact. But, you know, it was, the ball was hit hard. The, uh, Bradley Jr., just he hit the ball hard, and I'll tell you, Cronenworth just made a, a great catch. And I think the the thing with, with Keston there, he he started breaking right away and then looked at the looked to see if it was caught. You don't want to get doubled up in that situation. You want to make sure that the ball is a line, hits the dirt before you take off. So I think it, it, there might have been a little bit of hesitancy on with, with Keston there, but it is a contact play. You want to break, but you don't want to get doubled off. It's a it's a tough play when the ball's hit that hard and a guy makes a play like that. But Cronenworth, uh, uh, you got to give him credit. He came, dove, got up onto his feet real quick, and threw a perfect strike home uh, to get Keston. And it was just a great play up by a by a good player. Yeah, I think if you want to be critical on that, though, the, crit- the, the criticism comes on the decision to make it a contact play. I don't think the criticism comes on Keston Hira. He was doing what he was told to do, I would assume. There's a lot of people who are very unhappy with his decision to take off on that play. And again, to me, that just looked like a contact play. I, don't think, that was, I think that was him following orders, not so much him making a decision on his own. 
I agree. I, I think he, you, you just go and you, you, you try. It's a tough play, and you got you have an opportunity to tie the score there and get something going. And with you still have guys on base, so it, it, it really is a tough play. You don't want to get doubled up because that is going to. If you get doubled up, there, that's going to probably be the 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 game right there. So you have to make a tough decision. And right there, just it, to me, it seemed like he just hesitated for that second. But uh, you you can't take away the great defensive play. So Sometimes you just got to give credit for an outstanding defensive play. And in that situation, I just thought Cronenworth made a great play. I know there's going to be people who listen to what I'm about to say and are going to think that I'm sitting here um, making excuses for the club. And, and I'm not because at the end of the day, you got to execute. At the end of the day, you got to come up with hits. At the end of the day, you got to score runs. And the Brewers did not do that today. I'm not letting them off the hook for that. At the same time... There are games where, for whatever reason, you're really unlucky. And sometimes you're really unlucky because you play a good defensive team, and that was part of it today. The Padres made some really, really good uh, defensive plays, but there were multiple hard-hit balls that were just hit straight at somebody. I don't think you can be upset at the results of today, but I don't know if you can be so upset about the process because at the plate, the Brewers were striking the ball hard. On a, on another night, this could have been a really good offensive night for this club if the ball just would have headed in a little bit of a different uh, direction off the bat. Yeah, it sure was. And, you know, I thought that their at-bats tonight were good, were really good. I, you're facing a guy like Paddock who overs uh, a guy who had struggled in the past, but in the last four or five outings has been as good as anybody, throwing the ball very well. He's got that uh, that upper 90s fastball when he needs it and really was locating very well, not getting behind hitters. But I thought we had some really good at-bats and using the whole field. We hit the ball. When the ball was on the inside part of play, they got to break him on. We pull the ball, we ball away from him and certain counts we hit the ball the opposite way these are things that you have to have and you have to be patient at the plate and you got to go and hit the ball where it's pitch and I thought the Brewers did a really nice job of, of having some good at bats tonight but it's just one of those nights like like you said earlier Matt you hit the ball hard but sometimes it just doesn't fall in I thought tonight was one of those nights where they had some pretty good good at bats but nothing to show for it 2-1, Brewers lose to San Diego in 10 innings, 855-616-1620. That's the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can tweet into the program as well, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. We're back with more in a moment. It's Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Lauer deals again, struck him out, swinging. Came back with a slider, and Tatis is a strikeout victim. That's number five. I'll run that by again. Number six in the strikeout department. Brewers come up short. They lose by a 2-1 score, 10 innings. Eric Lauer pitched really well. He hits a home run, but it was not enough. The Brewers just couldn't do much of anything else offensively. They couldn't do much of anything else from a run-scoring standpoint. They hit the ball hard, but it just it wasn't meant to be in this one today. And unfortunately, we've said that we've said that probably too many times this year about this Brewers club. I'm Matt Pauley, former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine, alongside. Let's go to the phones. Our first phone call tonight. Tom is in Milwaukee. Hey, Tom, you're on WTMJ. Well, hello, fellas. Uh... Yeah, I was I was going to bring up something else, but then when you had mentioned just a little while ago about um, the uh, running of Hira and how people complain about we don't bunt, we don't do this, we don't do that, and well, there there's 
times that we should do that, especially when you have like 119 and 156 hitters, maybe you should do that with a man on second. But wait a minute, we got some hits. Uh, but Hira uh, and Augie brought it up, so I was real happy to hear him say that. He didn't, he didn't take off like a shot down the line like he should have, and he didn't slide. He didn't slide on a bad throw that was way up in the air had he gone. A contact play, like you had said, Matt. Contact play. Contact play, bang, as soon as that ball is hit, you're breaking as fast as you can go down the line. And when you're going to that plate, you slide. He didn't do either one. He stopped. He didn't go. He stood up, and he just stood there to get tagged out. To me, first off, maybe they should have tried bunting on a play like that instead of a very, which they were hitting the ball hard. Unfortunately, when you hit balls into the dirt hard, they usually, they can be hits, but they usually aren't. And our team I mean, I've never seen a batting average on a team in my life. But I'll be honest with you. It's baseball. Uh, Really not the greatest anymore uh, as far as hitting goes. But I think we're pretty pretty pathetic. But still, can't you see this guy running right from the jump and sliding and maybe scoring that run? Yeah, Tom, it's an interesting point, and all you did bring it up. I think there was that little bit of hesitation. And on a contact play, you're right. When you're running on a contact play, you're just going, and there's a slide. And he gave himself up. I mean, he was so far out, there was no point to slide. I don't – I'd have to go back and look at it to be perfectly honest with you. Augie, I, did, I, I don't think he's scoring on that play, even if he doesn't hesitate. Uh, it's you know it, it's a tough play. It's anytime you go there in a situation like that, the ball was hit so far, so, so hard on line drive, and it, it took that short hop. And and uh, Cody Worth made that great backhanded diving stop on it, gets to his feet, throws him out. I think the only way you do score is if you put you go on contact. That's the only way you can do it. But I think in that situation, you're still saying, well, you know, I I think I still have time. It's a diving catch. I can still make it. And and Keston uh, just had that little it seemed like a just a little hesitation and right there Coningworth just made a made a great play and you know we can go back we can talk about it like in the top of the tenth inning when when the uh, Padres were able, able to score uh, with with uh, with the runner on second with the runner on second second base in that in that situation, Will Myers Carantini comes up and what does he try to do? Hits the ball the opposite way, and yep. the ball he, he first pitch is foul. Then he gets a base hit to right field. Well, right there, Will Myers scores because the ball's in front of him and he can get that good break, and so he has an opportunity to score. Right in the bottom of the tenth inning, with 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 Keston on second base, Willie hits the gets the base hit, but where is the base hit? To left field. You, you, It's not right in front of you. You can't get that great break. So he cannot score. He makes it to third. And then with the situation with the line drive that, that junior hits uh, and Coneyworth makes us a great play. It's just, it's a it's a great baseball play. It happens and uh, tonight it was on the side of the Padres. Yeah, you know, I you go back to Manny Pena's at bat there uh, in the ninth inning when they had they had shifted for him. They were holding the runner on at first, and then the second baseman was basically behind the second base bag. 
there, there's a ton of space on the first base side. If you can just find a way to change your approach a little bit and go the other way, there, there's a great opportunity. At the same time, it's easier said than done. One last thing I want to get to, Mitch and Sturgeon Bay asked about how they compute the uh, earned runs and extra innings. That runner at second base is an unearned run, so that is not an earned run against Suter. Uh, a pitcher is not punished for allowing a runner that starts at second to score in terms of ERA. They're punished in terms of win-loss because Suter ends up taking the loss today, but his ERA was not impacted by giving up that run. Brewers take the loss. They lose to uh, the Padres by a 2-1 score. We'll come back and we'll hear the post-game comments of manager Craig Council. That's next here on WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Hater deals again. Swang and a miss. He struck him out. Went upstairs about letter high at 97 and gets the strikeout. Brewers lose to the Padres 2-1. Brewers extra innings continues here on WTMJ. Manager Craig Council spent some time speaking with the media early on, and as he opened up his uh, thoughts, he talked about how really the Brewers hit the ball pretty hard today, but at the same time, they didn't have a whole lot to show for it. There were there was uh, there was there was more in there too, and and it was it just felt like we had a lid on it. They made some great defensive plays, um, so give them credit for that. Um, you know the play by. Cronenworth in the in the tenth was uh, that's an incredible play. Um, you know that's probably the game right there. Really, it's it's, it's the type of play that change, just changes the outcome of the game. So they uh, they 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 play great defense and they uh, made plays and and caught everything we hit. Craig, do you think Kest, did Keston get caught a little in between on that play at all? It didn't necessarily look full speed. Well, I think what happened. I think he got. He had to just. His momentum got stopped because of the, you know, nature. You don't want to get doubled off on a if he catches that ball in the air. It wasn't like a pure ground ball. Um, so I, I think it. I think his momentum just got stopped enough where, um, you know, you, you don't get that great jump. But you know, he's got to go. You know, he has to go. If he doesn't go, it's it's double play. Just the way Eric Lauer pitched tonight, and particularly the way he kind of responded even after the homer, no signs of letdown. Just what you saw from him out there. Well, he pitched. He pitched wonderful. I mean, I, I thought he was kind of getting better as the game was going. Really, um, stuff got better. He struggled with his command a little bit in the first, you know, really the first two hitters, and then he he just got it going and um, pitched pitched a wonderful game. That's Manager Craig Council speaking a little while ago. Gave a little more information on the decision with Hira that he was waiting to see, you know, with it being a, a line drive. That's a, it's kind of a darned if you do, darned if you don't situation. If you're off on contact, I, I look, maybe somebody's going to think I'm an idiot when I say this. Maybe you think that anyways. But uh, if it's a contact, even on a line drive, I know how bad it would look if it's caught on a line drive and it turns into a double play. Like, that's all we're talking about uh, at this point. But if you're going, like there's a, if it's a line drive, there's a pretty good chance you're going to get doubled off of third anyway. So there's there's decisions, there are gambles that go along with the game of baseball. And based off what I see on the text line and on the Twitter every day, people want more of it. People want more bunts. People want more small ball. All those things that you do, there's there's risk that go along with it. So if you're gonna if you're gonna be off on contact from third, just go, just go. That would be that'd be what I would say. All right, uh, we'll go back through the game with the highlights. We'll do that next. Brewers fall to the Padres at 2-1. Back with more in a moment on WTMJ. 
Ready for this? Fly ball. This? Deep right. And this? Third deck. Holy smokes. Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Pauley. 2-1. The Brewers fall to the Padres in 10 innings. Pitching matchup today. Brewers have Eric Lauer on the mound. Chris Paddock goes for the Padres. Padres would score first in the top of the first inning as uh, Tommy Pham would walk. He would steal second. Then Jorge Mateo would get a uh, would uh, get a base hit, but uh, Pham would have to steal put, stay put at second. Jake Cronenworth, uh, he then grounds out, which moves the runners to second and third in front of Fernando Tatis Jr., who hits a sacrifice fly, and that makes it one nothing. That would be it as far as the blemishes on the day for Eric Lauer, who was really, really good. What's the opposite of a blemish? Something very, very good, a highlight. That's certainly what Eric Lauer had in the bottom of the third inning. With one out, he's at the plate against his former team. Lauer gets into one to deep left center field. Back on it is Fam at the track. And it is gone for Eric Lauer. We're tied at one. First career home run for Eric Lauer. And the Brewers pitchers play in home run derby in 2021. Yeah, they are. Makes it a 1-1 game, and he would get back on the mound and just continue to roll to the sixth inning with a one out. He's facing off against Fernando Tatis Jr. Lauer deals again, struck him out, swinging. Came back with a slider, and Tatis is a strikeout victim. That's number five. I'll run that by again. Number six in the strikeout department. He would then get Eric Hosmer to ground out, and that would end the day for uh, for Lauer. He was very, very good. Brad Boxberger comes in to pitch in the seventh inning, gets the uh, first two outs relatively quickly, but then gives up a triple to Hassan Kim. So he's on at third. There's two outs in the inning, and a pinch hitter in Brian O'Grady comes to the plate. 3-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Nasty changeup from Boxberger gets him swinging. And Brad Boxberger hangs his zero here on the top of the seventh. Stays 1-1. Tim Hill comes in to pitch in the seventh inning, replacing Chris Paddock, who pitched well for the Padres. He puts up a zero in the eighth inning. Uh, Devin Williams comes on for the Brewers, and he pitches well to the bottom of the eighth. New pitcher is uh, Pierce Johnson, and uh, he would allow a hit, but nothing more. So it is still a 1-1 game as we move to the ninth inning. New pitcher is Josh Hader. First battery faces Fernando Tatis Jr. He strikes out. Then Eric Hosmer strikes out, and it brings up Will Myers. Here it is. Hey! Struck him out swinging. He strikes out the side. And the Brewers come up to bat in the bottom half of the inning. Wow, what a dandy. And they had a shot. Austin Adams, the new pitcher for the Padres. First batter, Lorenzo Kane. He gets a base hit. Christian Yelich then walks. So runners on at first and second for the Brewers. But Manny Pena would pop out. Keston Hero would strike out and would bring up Travis Shaw. The 1-2 delivery. Shaw lines one in the center. Get out, ball. Going to be caught by Profar. And the inning is over. Yeah, the Brewers were that close to winning the game. A lot of plays like this in this one where uh, the Brewers looked like they were going to get a hit, and the Padres ended up making a play. Give credit to the Padres for that. 
So to the 10th inning we go. Brent Suter comes on. Runner starting at second for the Padres is Will Myers. First hitter of the uh, inning is Victor Caratini. Look at second and the 1-1 pitch. And this is a line drive into right. That's going to get down for a base hit. Myers is rounding third. The Brewers will throw to second. And the Padres have taken a 2-1 lead. But they score just the one run. Suter does not allow another run with the runner starting at second. Feels like the Brewers still have a pretty good shot going in two the bottom of the 10th inning. New pitcher is Mark Melanson. Keston Hira is the runner starting at second. The first hitter of the inning, Willie Adamas. The 0-1 to Adamas, and this is ripped past the glove of Tatis and into left field. Hira had to hold up to see if he'd catch it. He'll move to third on the play, and the Brewers have him on the corners and nobody outs. Great opportunity for the Brewers to score a run with those runners at first and third. Nobody out. Next hitter, Jackie Bradley Jr. The 0-1 to Jackie Bradley Jr. Sharply hit to second. Coming home with it is Cronenworth and out at the plate is Hero. That was a one-hopper to Cronenworth at second. He came home with it and Hero was coming on contact and it was not close. Hero didn't even slide. That is maybe the play of the game, certainly the play we are most talking about on this show here so far. Daniel Robertson, the next hitter, he would strike out on a foul tip, and the Brewers' last shot came with Colton Wong at the plate. Here's the 1-1 to Wong, and it's a ground ball to second. Cronenworth has it, and the game is over as he tosses to Hosmer to take care of Wong, and the Brewers come up short here tonight. What was a great game. With the win, the Padres go to 32 and 18. The Brewers drop back below 500 at 24 and 25. Winning totals for San Diego: two runs, six hits, no errors. They leave six for Milwaukee. One run, five hits, no errors. They leave seven. Winning pitcher is Adams. He's one and zero. Suter takes the loss to drop to three and three. Melanson his 17th save. Home run, just one of them. Eric Lowry gets his first career home run. Game lasting three hours and four minutes played in front of 13,478 folks here at American Family Field. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get some scores from around baseball. And we'll preview the series finale coming up tomorrow afternoon here at American Family Field. That's next. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Ten-inning loss for the Brewers, 2-1 the final. Starting to wrap up this edition of Brewers Extra Innings, let's take a look at what else happened around the National League Central today. Brewers lose ground on first place St. Louis because the Cardinals were able to salvage a game in their series against the White Sox. They win by a 4-0 score. John Gant got the start for St. Louis, went five innings, allowing just five hits, three strikeouts, three walks. He's now 4-3 and three with a 1.81 ERA. Tommy Edmond hit two home runs for St. Louis. He now has four this season. The uh, Cubs knock off the Pirates by a 4-1 score. Former Pirates pitcher Trevor Williams went six innings, giving up one run on three hits, seven strikeouts, no walks. He is now 3-2. and two. David Bodie hit a home run, his fourth of the year. The Reds and the Nationals, they are suspended. That game was uh, was in the bottom of the fourth or top of the fifth. I think it was top of the fifth. 3 nothing. the score. Nationals had the lead on the Reds. Then the rain started to come down. There was craziness there. There was a streaker 
I'm not making this up. The tarp was out, and you know you have the big cylinder where the tarp is wrapped around, but it's hollow in the middle side. A streaker came out onto the field and climbed into the cylinder, and he had to be pulled out of there. Like I said, craziness there in that game today, and I'm sure that individual is not having a fun night this evening. Around the Brewers minor league system, AAA Nashville, they win at Columbus winning by a 6-5 score. Double-A Biloxi, uh, they lose at home to uh, Pensacola, 5-4. Pensacola scored three runs in the top of the ninth inning. Biloxi came back with two runs in the bottom of the inning, but they come up one run short. Again, end up losing by that 5-4 score. The Wisconsin Timber Rattlers, they shut out the Cedar Rapids Colonels tonight in Cedar Rapids by a 5 nothing score. Wisconsin sitting with a record of 9-11. and And the Carolina Mudcats, they scored, what, two, four, five. They scored six runs in their first four innings, and then they put up a five spot in the seventh, and they end up winning over uh, Knapplis by an 11-6 score. Carolina's putting together a pretty solid season right now as they sit with a record of 12-8. and eight. Once again, in our game, if you're just now tuning in, Brewers end up losing 2-1. Eric Lauer was pretty good. Six innings, gives up just one run, plus he hits his first career home run. That accounted for uh, the Brewers only offense of the day and uh, it goes to extra innings Brent Suter giving up a hit in the 10th inning allowing the runner on second to score as the Brewers lose by a 2-1 score and now they get set to wrap up this series coming up tomorrow afternoon and if they win tomorrow you split a four game series against one of the best teams in baseball in the Padres you'll take it Uh, all in all that's not the worst go it's tough to win four game series Adrian Hauser will be on the mound for the crew. Three and five, four point five three ERA. Jack uh, uh, Ryan Weathers, excuse me, will get the start for the Padres. Two and one, one point four eight ERA. Twelve ten first pitch tomorrow. That means coverage will begin at eleven thirty five. Some early baseball coming up tomorrow. Once again, Brewers fall in ten innings by a two one score. This is Brewers extra innings on WTMJ.